Web3 has got a huge opportunity for entertainment. And in the past, we've talked a lot on the show about how comic books are going to be completely revolutionized in this Web3 world. And today we have an old friend of the Bad Crypto Podcast, Mr. Jeff McCabe, the founder of the Divi Project, is with us. And now he has not only continued to uh, to succeed with Divi, but he has launched into the Web3 world with lightningworks.io. This is a comic book platform that I think is going to blow you guys away. Jeff, welcome to the Nifty Show. Hi, it's great to be here. I haven't been on your show for a while, though I see you all the time in Puerto Rico and uh, yeah. around the world. <laughs> it's it's great. Uh, it's great being here. And uh, I remember you reached out to me probably a year ago and told me that you were building this platform and now the platform is alive. You've done your first NFT sale. I'm going to pull it up on screen here so people can get a look at it. The website is lightningworks.io. Legendary stories told through interactive comics, NFTs, and Web3 gaming. So go ahead and tell us what we're looking at here. Yeah, so this is the Lightningworks website. Lightningworks is actually, we simplified it to not try to do too many things at once. We're still probably doing too many things at once, but Lightningworks is actually a technology company. So it's around Web3 entertainment. So we have a game, we have other games in development. We have the comic books. Um, and then we have our IP company that where we're building like the characters and the stories and the comic books. That's called Amped. We're kind of ignoring Amped right now because when you try to do too much at once, then everybody just kind of gets confused and runs away. So we're just calling it Lighting Works right now. Um, but we have a lot going on and we're building like a whole ecosystem. So it's much more than just comics. But the comics are what's exciting people right now. A lot of people don't understand that comic books are just... The market for comic books is in the multiple billions, but the IP around comic books, we're talking about Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, and stuff for kids. And we're talking about Archie's and Winnie the Pooh, like all this kind of stuff. This is a $100 billion plus industry. We're wow. talking about hundreds of billions, maybe even a trillion if you really add it all up with all the merchandise and all this kind of stuff. So much of that whole uh, universe of that's very big is... Um, comes from the stories and the characters that are first developed in comic books. And you kind of have these hardcore fans that love these comic books, that collect them, that fall in love with the characters, that kind of adopt these characters like a family member because many people fall in love with these characters when you're young, when you're a kid. And these are characters that stick with you your whole life. And so we're basically doing that in Web3 and using technology in Web3 in new ways to help us develop characters and creating stories. I mean... Um, technology to let other people develop stories. So ultimately what we're trying to do is a web three version of comics where we're doing with uh, comics, the way crypto has, has is replacing money in a, in many ways mm -hmm. so that we're trying to have tools that make it much easier for people to develop their own comic books, their own stories and their own, their own characters using NFT technology. And that's what you've done. You did you did a um, an NFT launch to kind of kick things off here, and that's what we're looking at right here on the the screen right now. The world's first interactive NFT comics, and uh, it I think you did the first run of them was seven hundred seventy seven, right? Ten percent of the the supply for the passes. Yeah, so seven hundred seventy seven is what we what we did, and we did something new in. NFT world that's commonly done in crypto where we have, we did, did a certain Genesis mint. And then over the next seven years, 
the comp the company and the DAO will get more of these um, over time, so that it kind of gives us a war chest to play with. And we wanted to do that, especially because everyone was talking about removing the royalties out of this. So we wanted to make sure that we would have money coming in. So what we're so basically we start with seven hundred and seventy seven of the Genesis over time. Um, it will build up to 1,227. So we're adding like 400 something more. It's not a gigantic uh, growth in the, in the amount. Um, they'll still be very scarce compared with um, what, with what the, uh, the utility is. And what these, these portals have is a new type of utility that I think is going to become a very important part of the entire NFT space. Basically, if you own one of these portals, you become a distributor of our NFTs, specifically in the, the case of, the, of our portals, our full-size comic books. So if you own one, then a certain percentage of all of our mints in forever for the company in our comic books um, will be distributed through the portal holders. The company will have one-third, two-thirds goes through the portal holders, which means you're going to be getting free comics and you're going to be getting half-price comics that you can distribute. We think this is really important because right now, if you buy an NFT, you basically have to sort of sit around and wait for the wait for the founders of it to somehow create some value. Maybe if you're lucky, it's a board ape and it creates its own value sort of magically. People want it and it becomes a global phenomenon. But for the most part, people are sitting around and waiting for the founders to create some utility to give it value, which makes it a security. Um, what we've done is turn that around. Um, we think this is sort of a, part of the way Web3 should be with comics and with NFTs, where if you own one of these, you become a distributor for the company and you're the one creating the value because you can choose whether you want to mint. It's like, for example, let's say we, we sell 10,000 of one of our comics in the future. Uh, two thirds of that would be 6,666. Um, and that would be distributed through the portal holders, depending on which tier of portal you have whether it's uh, common or legendary or anything in between, will tell you how many that you're allowed to mint. So, for example, if we had 10,000 and you had, um, I'm just making up numbers now, and you had a rare portal, you might have 15 of the comics that you that are assigned to you. So you get to choose what you want to do with those. You want you could either mint them and keep them. You could mint them and keep them, keep all the rares and legendaries and the ones you really want and sell out the others. Um, you can use the tools we'll be building to assign them to your subscribers. So you can basically act like we, we call it a comic book shop, an, an, a Web3 digital comic book shop. So you can basically set up a comic book store and distribute through that and do like a normal comic book store would do where you have people that come in every month. They buy their they buy their comics or they even have a box and they show up and you have them sort of pre stored for them when they and you hand them over the counter we've replicated the entire comic book experience in web3 in a way that nobody's ever done before which will give phenomenal value i mean the numbers are very large when you start looking at what these portals could be worth to somebody that is actively using it to distribute now, so, we will be so doing... these here i just want to be clear owning yeah. one of these portals it kind of gives you it gives you skin in the game for the whole mm -hmm. ecosystem yeah that, and think about it and you think about it, what it does is it creates advocates for us, for Lightningworks. We, we will have, if things go the way we want, 777 holders that are now promoting the company, which is what you need. 
But there's a problem with the NFT space. There's a, there's a crucial just, problem. Just one? That, well, there's so many. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. You know, I was actually with Travis just like last week, I think. And, you know, we're sitting on stage together talking about this. And we had very little time to go over it. But um, one of the major problems that nobody talks about this is just the fact that if you are building, you're trying to build IP around this NFT set you have. You sell 10,000 of them. But you really need like a million people. You need a way to bring in millions of people into your ecosystem that want to buy this somehow. And there's just nothing there. First of all, you can't sell millions of NFTs because it'll just create too many. And and when the it just creates it floods the market and people are in this for the money for the most part. They're not really collecting them for the art. Um, and and the, we've solved that problem in a different way. But the main thing is to realize that. The, the whole NFT system that's been devised, which I think like you and I were in this very early and then all of a sudden this Bored Apes thing and this JPEG thing just appeared out of nowhere and like took over the whole scene. And now 99% of the world thinks that NFTs are JPEG apes, right? That's right. literally what they think they are. Right. It's become the brand of NFTs, which is unfortunate. But the, my point is that people... It doesn't work. I mean, it just doesn't work. The whole tokenomics and the game, and there's no gamification of that. So what we've done is we've made it where you have a two-tier system, where we have our polygon comic books that are sell for between $1 and $3 in very large quantities, like 100000 could even be more, depending on what the market will bear. Just like Marvel and DC do. When they sell comics, they say, okay, how many are we going to sell of these? They... They, they will print as many as they can, as they can basically afford. They send them to all the comic book stores. The comic book stores have two or three months to sell them. If they don't sell them, they send them back. Um, and so you have this supply. We don't have that in the NFT world, right? So we developed that, where we have our collector's items in Ethereum, which have really high resolution. They have interactivity. They have utility. They're animated. They're really quite amazing pieces of technology, each one of our comic books. I don't know if you can show there, if you could find like one of the covers. Well, um, I see, I see, um, I see a few covers right here. Siege World's Throne, Moon One, or these actual comics. Yeah, so those are coming. Yeah, so those basically, those are actual covers that will be coming. Um, you can see that they're animated. Stuff also can be uh, interactive because our stuff is HTML5. So that allows us to do all kinds of really cool things. Anything you can do on a website, we can do in our comic books, which opens up an incredible world of creativity for different creators. So anyway, I want to get back to this point because it's really important about the portals and how the ecosystem we're developing, I believe, is the future of the entire NFT space. And a lot of people like yourself that have taken, that actually take the time to, to take a deep look at it, get really excited about NFTs again, because I realize we've solved all the problems. I talked to one of the, one of the uh, rug radio team a few days ago, and he told me, he said, they've been sitting around like the whole team, like realizing that these problems in the NFT space and not knowing what to do, how to fix them. And when I explained what we're doing, they got really excited about it. Cause they're like, you guys have solved this problem for the first time. And it's basically what's going to bring back the next bull run. So that's why I wanted, like, we only have 30 minutes, but I have a lot to talk about to explain, like, how we've done all this. Because there's about six or seven different things we've done that are all new technologies. Let, and let, all, me, let me guide you a important. little bit so we yeah. can get to uh, the thing. Because if I'm curious about it, I'm sure our listeners are. First yeah. question I have, uh, this is actually twofold, part of the same question. When will the um, the, the first comic release the cover in the comic and then when can creators 
make comics that will then operate on the system. Okay, so our first comic is we're calling Siege World Zero. We're trying to get it done by December 27th, but like half the team's on vacation right now. So we're just like a few days away, really, from doing our first comic. We're trying, we're trying, planning to do 7,777 on Ethereum and 100,000 on Polygon. And the thing is that one of the things we've had to step away from is this idea that that's in the NFT space that you need to sell out your collection in 24 hours or your, or your right. collection is shit, right? right? We're, we're, we, that's impossible right now um, unless people are manipulating and, and buying up their own stuff, which is what's happening right now. The, well, the NFT, most of the NFT companies that we see, we believe are, that are successful or basically have VCs that are coming and buying up all the supply to make mm -hmm. it look. So we're basically just decided like, don't expect a sellout. We're going to sell it out over time. We're going to do more like an EOS model where the price goes up over time. But what we've introduced in a way that another thing that makes all this work is if there's several things that are absolutely key. We've introduced what's called forging. And what forging does is it allows you to take your commons or your uncommons and take three of them, basically burn them, and then the, the smart contact re, uh, mints a new one. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you take three commons, you send them to an ad address through our, through our app, and then it will mint you a new one. And, you, and that was guaranteed to be a tier above. So if you start with three commons, you'll either get an uncommon, an epic, a legendary, or like this. You know you're talking to the guy who pioneered that, right? Right, we, exactly. We but on, this, on this is something that should have become an incredibly important pillar of the entire NFT community. And somehow you guys did it really early, and then everyone ignored it. I don't know well, why. There's, there's certain collections like uh, the sewer rats have been doing that for a while. And, and there's a couple other collections that basically it's a way to lower supply and increase right. value. And I think especially with this, it's a great way because if somebody gets commons and are like, you know, I want to, I want to be a higher level distributor, you know, and get more royalties, so to speak, then uh, forging is important. But it's, and it's also just important because any type of collectible has reducing supply over time. You know, if you think, and that's what part of what makes it fun and collectible is that over time they get damaged, they get lost, mm -hmm. they get stolen, the supply is going down. And so people expect that mentally. If you, if you never have any loss within your collection, then it just feels like a money grab, right? Because you don't feel like this thing, it, you're completely relying only on new people. It's very Ponzi-like. Um, you know, but if you have new people coming in, which is what stories do, right? This is one of the cool things about store NFTs based on stories is that if you're talking about stories and characters, they become more valuable over time and stickier over time and that people get more attached to them because a character in a story with a single comic book is just not that interesting. But when you have four issues, 10 issues, 20 issues, you're constantly building up fans and people are becoming more attached to the character. They've invested time in it. And the way we are as human beings, when we learn other people's stories and struggles, they become more and more like a family member. I mentioned that early on. You have to think about characters as, as, as stories, as you're developing a character, how do you make people become attached to this character, right? It's harder to do with just with a single image. And that's what 
one of the problems with the NFT space is that you have this, these characters, but people don't know what it's there. They don't have any real feeling for it, except that this thing can maybe make me some money if I get lucky. So it's be, NFT space has become this very beautiful gambling casino of a new type. I mean, that's literally exactly what it is, right? Why we except call them degens. Like that's why. Yeah, it, except it's extremely dishonest. Except it's a it's it's a it's a casino that cheats you constantly, and you have to worry about it, which is kind of the fun of it, you know, to, to you know, getting rugged and laughing about it. That was all fun in the bull run. Now it's not fun, and people are just distraught right now. A lot, now of, people, with what a lot of people got hurt, and there's still a lot of dishonest people out there, you know, yeah. doing this stuff. Well, I personally feel that the entire NFT space is going to be replaced by storytelling based nfts like i always thought the nft space i never thought it would be jpegs i always thought it would be stories because stories are so appealing our brains are made up of stories it's how we think it's how we learn to become human being it's how we describe our ourselves as human beings and so stories have so much more power than people realize you know your brand is a story and your family is a story how you think of yourself is all the stories you've told yourself about who you are right Stories are incredibly appealing to us, and stories are are what create the brand value behind companies, which is worth trillions of dollars. So stories are one of the most important things in the human universe. And so NFT companies over time will, will, will be required to do stories. I mean, there will be a few, um, you know, the PFPs and all this kind of stuff, the JPEGs, it's not going to go away completely, but it will be replaced by stories in different formats, whether they're entire comic books or their books or their short stories. There's so many different ways to do it. I mean, you could have a JPEG that has the founder reading a story, you know, that's part of it. Um, and, you know, we're pioneering all this new technology to do this kind of things and experiment. I think it's like many things of technology. You don't really know what, what it's going to turn into. So we're trying to create all these cool tools and let our, and experiment with doing a lot of things. We're going to be releasing short form comics we're going to be releasing things that are stories that are that are done in pieces and parts where you have to assemble different things and then mm -hmm. the story goes on so it becomes like a puzzle. There's so many cool things that can be done with NFTs and Web3 that that people haven't done yet that we're that we're working on and we're building these tools internally um, and we're basically making it so that other people over time will be able to use these tools. Eventually, we have something called a creator app. I should have told you ahead of time so you could bring it up because what's, you want to try to find it while I talk about it. If you yeah. go to our, if you go to YouTube and find the Lightning Works channel, you can see it and run it in the yeah. background. You I'll go look for in, it. Tell us about it. Yeah, or you could type in Lightning Works Creator App yeah. YouTube. It'll come up. So basically, the what it is is it's a Photoshop type app we've been building for the last two years that allows people to import their art. It's not Photoshop. You import your art from other art apps. And then you can basically turn that into an NFT. So um, it's good. It'll be good for like advertisers who just want to make NFTs. I think one of the biggest use cases for NFTs is for replacing banner ads with, with different types of interactive coupons, little games and stuff like this. It's a huge problem actually in the, in, in the advertising industry is that people aren't clicking on banner ads much anymore. So replacing them with with something where if you click it, you get an NFT dropped into your wallet um, and you can spend it on a discount or whatever. I think that's going to be very useful and people need apps so they can easily launch these things. Creative so people don't want to learn about smart contracts in this kind of stuff. Here's your, uh, your video channel. Tell me where um, you want me to look here for 
this uh, create is this right here Lightningworks Creator app. Um, this, well, this what is... I see, what I see is still the w website page. Uh, okay. Well, you're uh, something's lagging on your end here. So, is it the Lightningworks? Okay. Well, if you uh, type in, if you type in Creator app, Creator. Yep. I see something dating back to 2021. Yeah, that's it. It's that's the last video was last December of was December of last year. So it's about a year right. ago. So I'm looking at it over here and I can see that you're um, you're equipping, um, you know, this character with different background, different uh, weapons. You know, there's animation, a little starburst. I can see that, you know, so essentially this means that you can create your own comic character using the assets that are provided can you then create your own assets that yeah so what basically there will be a bridge from photoshop and other graphic programs so that people can basically draw their characters and then bring them in and then they can animate them they can add text they can add the word bubbles and that's important because you want to be able to make your word bubbles so that you can do within a few clicks change it to multiple languages because we want people to be able to tap into a global market a lot of people so don't realize. That, does, does that yeah. mean, Jeff, that once um, somebody makes something, then uh, there's a new comic, the community then curates, is this something I want to promote to my audience? If you're a portal holder, then you decide, oh, I want to share this particular comic that Creator X you know, has just put into the ecosystem. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, as somebody, what we're looking at is like studios where people are producers. So with the Creator app, you are a creator, you're a producer. You may have a great story that you want to write, but you're not an artist. So what we allowed you to do is to put together a team of an artist, a, uh, a colorist, the animator, even a marketing team. Then you launch as a studio with the app. You choose the blockchain you want. You choose your scarcity. You make it so it, it's multiple languages. Um, you add your animations, your interactivity, and then your team can basically launch this as a, as a comic book, and it can then be sold on, on the blockchain, and then everybody gets paid like automatically. Like every time there's a sale, then the whole team gets paid, which artists love because right now artists generally are abused by these big studios that run everything, and then they have to beg for their their checks every month. It was just in the news yesterday that. One of the bigger comic book studios declared bankruptcy and they owed they owed seventy six thousand dollars to various artists and those artists they were even saying are probably on the bottom of the of, of the totem pole as far as getting paid there were you know several artists that were owed between you know twelve thousand fifteen eighteen thousand dollars and it's one of the, it wasn't marvel or dc i actually forgot the name of it um right now it starts with an a but it was in the news yesterday and what's also really interesting about this that a lot of people don't realize about the comic book space and i was alluding to it in the beginning is that they owed seventy six thousand dollars to their comic book artists they owed up to 50 million dollars to other people studios movie studios camera people the list is like incredible of what they have but it so basically, there was less than 1% of what they owed to their was their comic book artists. 99% was everything else, which goes to show where the market really is with comics. And what people don't understand about Marvel and DC is that they don't, they're making comics. They don't, even, they don't even own their IP anymore. They're owned by, by Disney and other companies owned by Disney. They have to license this back to make their comic books. And so what... What's important to understand in, in our realm is that it makes it, it's incredibly difficult for anybody in the regular world 
non you know the web 2 world to start a successful comic book company because 99% of your profit your money and your actual business is not even the comic books themselves so taking that into a web 3 position well we have what we call green lightning the idea is that you know people launch their comic books with our platform they make money doing this but but to say ip that we want to help people develop find different ways to develop their characters get them onto t-shirts um we take their. We want to, you know, sort of help people structure their comic books in such a way that they can take it as a script to the movie studios. Many people have noticed there have been like dozens and dozens of comic books that are being made into movies and in Netflix shows. They are scouring the world for good story ideas and comic books. There's no better way than a comic book to to take your idea to a studio so they can understand it and see it. Like and we imagine need your new ideas yeah. or else we end up with She-Hulk, right? Which yeah. is just, it's like Marvel is running out of, out of ideas. Um, Jeff, yeah, I, I mean, that's, I wanna, that we, would, we could talk an hour about what's going on and what, what Marvel and DC are doing wrong right now. But the main thing about that is they're doing everything so wrong that it's left, left this incredible opportunity yeah. open to right. companies like us to come in. So here's the uh, the website is lightningworks.io and the collection here on OpenSea is linked to from the site. Make sure you go to the authentic collection because uh, there, there's scammers out there that will sell fakes. The floor of the items that are out there right now is 0.4469 ETH and you can grab a, a common. You can see here on the tiers that there are five variations right now and this is kind of fun when you go into uh, these you can actually click on the outside border spins a little faster. You can mm -hmm. click and hold on this border I'm making it rotate right there. This kind of shows you some of the different rarities and the logo of Lightning Works and um, as, as we wrap up Jeff tell us what you intend to do within this uh, this ecosystem right here because there's a lot that can be done with smart contracts just within the nft on OpenSea or any of the marketplaces yeah so what so the so right so we've done our portals right and we you know we launched right during the ftx thing we sold it out in 24 hours the price is about six times what we started very few people know about us still, so we have we're going to do rug radio, and we're doing doing a lot of this. So, so people people that are hearing this, you said it would be tomorrow, are very very early, right? So, um, I meant people, at three, by the way. I uh, I, I meant at three, and I got yeah. two uh, two commons and an uncommon. Yeah, that's that's really cool, and and you paid for those too. I'm yeah, I paid excited. for them. So, <laughs> I, I understand what you're what you're doing here. Yeah, and I participate in a lot of NFT projects, but I understand clearly what you're uh, you're doing. Uh, previously, yes. we had uh, our friends from Macroverse on the show, which I've introduced you to them because you guys are all working the space but doing different things. Um, I'm actually an advisor on their project, but just because I'm an advisor with one doesn't I, I want to explore all of it right i think yeah, there's so, a way for everybody to thrive so what can yeah. we expect what what else can we do here on open sea that you'd like to implement okay so well we have we have basically three things right now that are launched we have the portals we have um and then we have two limited editions we have one for new york comic-con and one for art ba art basel we did with just very few of them. and people are kind of ignoring those right now they don't even know, a lot of people don't even know they exist and there's a lot of fake stuff lightningworks fake stuff on OpenSea right now so be sure that you're buying you've already had people buy stuff that's fake what's coming next is our first comic book siege world zero probably in a week maybe we'll end up delaying but hopefully in a week we'll start selling that 
there's not going to be a, a great urgency to do it, but it's going to be a lot of fun because it's having it's going to have forging, and it'll have a, it'll actually be a comic, so you get to see what it looks like, and it will we'll be selling it cheaper at first. The price will will go up, and I think that we'll really have a lot of fun fun with that. Everything that we're doing connects to our, our video game. We have a video game called Siege Worlds. Um, we've invented a new type of engine um, that allows something that no game in history, as far as we know, has ever done. It allows us to have hundreds and hundreds of enemies all at once um, in multiplayer player mode. So it basically accomplished my personal dream of creating a video game where you can have a bunch of friends that play together and fight an entire army. The idea is to try to replicate like the scenes in in these kind of comic books like uh, like Avengers Endgame or Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings where it's like you and a bunch of superheroes fighting a whole ar- a whole army each one has its own its own uh, AI and um I'll show we're going to publish a video very soon I'm making it probably today or tomorrow basically showing how it is it's as far as we know like I said nobody's ever done this and it's really cool it's going to work in VR so you can imagine like fighting a whole army of enemies surrounding you um with hundreds and hundreds at once um, our game, our comic books are, are connected with that in different ways. So you, for example, in our comic book, you're going to get a weapon that's an NFT that's inside the comic book. There's an Easter egg you have to find. And if you click it, it'll drop. So an NFT weapon, you'll be able to use that within the, within the game, or you'll be able to sell it. Uh, if you get a high enough tier, you'll get multiple really cool, rare weapons that relate to the story and to the games. There's so much cool technology with that we've, we've done and we're developing, but the most important thing of all that I even mentioned it is that all of this is going to be working with without any apps or any downloads for newbies. And this is the key element that's going to revolutionize the entire NFT space. So right now, you we can I can walk up to people. I, I think I did it with Travis, actually. And I all I have to, I have to do is sh- show you a QR code. You scan the QR code with your phone. And within 20, 30 seconds, you're going to have a a wallet with an NFT freshly minted that's in OpenSea um, inside WhatsApp, or it works in Discord too, um, and we'll make it work in Signal and, and Telegram. People, basically what we've done is we've created a system that where people do not have to have MetaMask. They don't have to learn about private keys. They don't have to learn OpenSea because you can do everything on OpenSea with simple text commands like sell NFT on OpenSea. You don't have to learn Coinbase because there'll be an on-ramp through our partner Gem. That so you can basically get your NFTs, you can get your your crypto for gas and this kind of stuff just through um, text, very simple text commands. You basically don't need any of this crypto stuff, which basically opens the market for NFTs to the entire world very, very easily. That's I'm pretty sure that you did this uh, with me. That this is the yeah. Divi Go wallet. Um, yeah. They try this create a, um, a, you know, you got a username and it sent me, um, are you still doing this where you get $5 of Divi and five? Yeah. I've been giving away $5 in Divi to my friends and $2 in Matic. I still need to talk to about Polygon talk with the, I have like so many people I need to talk to that want to partner with us in different ways. Cause we're trying to decide like which layer two blockchain I've thought about talking to wax again. I talked to them early on and they didn't want to work with us for whatever reason. And, and so I, I got annoyed. So I wanted to work with with somebody that I thought was more visionary. I, <laughs> I can connect you up there if you want the hookup. Um, Jeff, yeah. this, this looks great. Uh, lightningworks.io is the site. I'm looking forward to airdrops and opportunities to mint, to forge, and to see all the things that uh, that you've got coming our way. So thanks for coming on today and, cool. and sharing this with us. 
Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. It's always fun to, to be on your show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Joel and Riles are the hosts you'll know. Joel and Riles say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show.